Today on Grace to the Hearers with Pastor Eric Kluth. Stephen had the idea in the heart knowing that there was no restraints from the Lord. And through that, God used him. And he did mighty works. He took the opportunities that were before him and he seized them and he had faith and he got up and he did them. But so many of us lack this getting up and so many of us can lack faith. And we wonder why God doesn't do anything. Well, where's your faith? Where's your active heart with the Lord? Do we take credit for God's accomplishments? As Pastor Eric shares in his message, it's easy in good times to feel like we are accomplishing so much. We must be careful to realize, though, that nothing is successful without God at the forefront, much like Jonathan did when he stepped out in faith to defeat the Philistines. Well, let's join Pastor Eric for part two of his message in 1 Samuel 14. The Philistines are running. Why not just go attack? But he was trying to be spiritual in a sense and figure it out. And then he tells the priest, after he sees this thing continue to roll right before his eyes, Take your hand off the ark and let's go. (laughs) And so they go and they fight. They fight. And then we see in verse 23, uh, the Lord saved Israel that day. The Lord saved them. And we see the Israelites, even within the Philistines that had been with them, the Israelites were in the mountains. They all came out and they fought. And the Lord gave a great battle. What an, again, what an exciting passage of Scripture. Within this passage, you guys, I see the recipe for accomplishment. And like I, I mentioned earlier before in the start of this, I love to cook, but I hate to follow recipes. I'm more of a messy cook. You know, this looks good. I don't know what that would taste like, but let's throw that in there. And by the grace of God, it tastes good, you know. My family doesn't complain. Maybe because it's all the food that we have. I don't know. But if you only, picture this, if you're a recipe follower and you only use one ingredient, how's your recipe going to come out? One, here's your recipe card, you know, I don't know, spaghetti, meatballs, but you can only use one thing. How's that going to turn out? It's going to be nasty. It's going to be, I don't even think you can complete it. And so the recipe idea applies to our life with the Lord. We often see opportunities that lie across from us all the time. Everybody has opportunities in this life, okay? And opportunities can also mean challenges and battles, trials and all this. Uh, Opportunities are always around a man or a woman. And many times we sit on one side of the opportunities— And we often say, or I often say, I want to be used by God. I want to be used by God. I want him to use me in a huge way, you know? Uh, And then I often, I've asked my question, uh, the question to the Lord is, why aren't you using me right now, you know? I want to be used, you know, but why aren't you using me, you know? In this passage, God reveals the recipe for accomplishment for those opportunities. Those opportunities that you see the opportunity in front of you, 
And you see, you know, it could go this way or that way, but you're not really sure because you're just sitting there. But God has given us the recipe to accomplish these opportunities. So let's look at this recipe. Once you have this recipe, you know, uh, you can feel free to pass it on to your friends, your loved ones, and all that, because that's what people do with recipe cards, right? I don't even know if there's such thing as recipe cards anymore, or cookbooks. It's all on the internet. But (laughs) as Julia Child would say, first, we're going to look at the recipe card, right? That's my Julia Child impression. So the first thing we need to do to see how to do a great accomplishment is see this. Be active. Be active. Do not sit. Because Jonathan did not sit around, did he? No, he did not. He saw the Philistines out there. He knew that he had to go out. And his desire was like, we need to fight these guys. But the opposite side was what? His dad the king, and he was just sitting there, just sitting there underneath the pomegranate tree, waiting for the opportunity to come to him. But he just sat, not Jonathan. He did not sit around. He got up and he went to the Philistines. Again, it takes boldness to just get up and be active. And many times we can fall into the same thinking as Saul and say, I'm just going to sit. Now, nothing gets accomplished by sitting, does it? If you're an employer and you have an employee and all he does or all she does is sit, is there anything going to get done? No. And more likely, you're going to fire that person because they're what? Starts with an L. Lazy. They're lazy. There are opportunities, you guys, to get involved with the Lord, but we slide into the thinking It will come to us or somebody else will do it. Be active. Do not sit. I understand there's a time for rest. Yes, there is a time for rest. But too much rest leads to laziness. Leads to laziness. And the Bible speaks against laziness. In fact, this is what Proverbs 19.15 says, Laziness cast out into a deep sleep. And an idle person will suffer hunger. An idle person will suffer hunger. Ecclesiastes 10.18 says this, Because of laziness, the building decays. And through idleness of hands, the house leaks. Nothing gets accomplished. If you think that your house is going to get painted, it's not gonna if you just sit there. If you look at your house and you want it to get cleaned, and you're just sitting there on the couch, is it going to get clean? No. The same thing applies to our life. If we want things to get accomplished, we have to get up and do them. You can take that physically, and you can take that spiritually as well. And so this getting up, being active, I would say is a key ingredient to seeing accomplishment to seeing accomplishment. Because without being active, you do not have accomplishment. The second ingredient we see is faith. Faith. Jonathan had faith, didn't he? He had faith. 
He had faith in the Lord. Look again at verse 6. Then Jonathan said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. For nothing restrains the Lord from saving by many or by few. This was an act of faith on Jonathan's part and on the, the armor bearer, to go against the Philistines who outnumbered them, who had more weapons than him, but he had faith that God will work for them. For, for he said, nothing restrains the Lord. Nothing restrains God. And I think many times we can fall into the trap of thinking that God maybe is too busy or he's doing something else in another part of the world. Maybe this could hold him back. He can't do this because this is too big. But that that is a lie from the enemy. And we have to remember that there is nothing that restrains God. Nothing. And even if it means that it's going to be affecting millions of people or maybe just you, Nothing restrains God. Nothing. Amazing. And so many times our opportunities look impossible, especially when it comes to serving God. It looks impossible to serve Him in this capacity. But you know what? Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible with our Lord. That's what the Bible says. And it means, do you believe that that's truth or you don't believe that that's truth? I believe that it is truth. And if you don't have faith, then you're more likely that you will be sitting and waiting for something to happen. But if you have faith, you're going to get up and you're going to move because you know that God is going to do something mighty. Now, this applies even if you don't believe in God. To accomplish something, it takes a step of faith. Even if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, doing something to accomplish something takes faith. Meaning that you have the faith that if you get up off the couch, that your house is going to get cleaned. You have faith. You put your faith in that. You put the faith in the cleaner that it's going to work. Right? To have accomplishment, you must have faith. Faith is also a key ingredient. And I believe Jonathan said it best when he says nothing restrains the Lord. There is nothing that can restrain him. So the next time opportunity arises for you, remember that there is nothing, and I repeat, nothing that can restrain your God. Jesus wanted to do mighty works, didn't he, in the land uh, where he was from? He wanted to do great and mighty works. But the Bible tells us that he did little of mighty works. Why? Because of unbelief. Because of unbelief. Unbelief stopped him from doing mighty things. Now, could he have done them? Yes, he could have. But because of the unbelief, he chose to move on. The Lord is looking for those who will have faith in him. So when Jesus did mighty works, when he healed the people, when he delivered the demons out of people, what was the common response that Jesus gave? Why? Your faith, your faith has healed you. Your faith has set you free. Your sins have been forgiven because of your faith, your belief. I mean, even the disciples, you guys, had faith. They had faith and they did mighty works. 
And I don't think that our time frame is any different from their time frame. We have the same God. He's still present. He's still with us. I mean, even Stephen, you guys, remember Stephen. It says in Acts 6, 8, And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. Stephen had the idea in the heart, knowing that there was no restraints from the Lord. And through that, God used him. And he did mighty works. He took the opportunities that were before him, and he seized them, and he had faith, and he got up and he did them. But so many of us lack this getting up and so many of us can lack faith. And we wonder why God doesn't do anything. Well, where's your faith? Where's your active heart with the Lord? God is still moving. Do you believe that? God is still healing. God is still delivering people. But he's looking for people that are faithful. Faithfulness is what God has been teaching me, is what he wants from me. You know, when we stand before the Lord Jesus Christ, what is the words that we all long to hear? Well done, good and faithful servant. I long for that. But my stupid flesh holds me back sometimes. You know, and, and, and we learn, you know, to deny that and to, to, to continue to have a Christ-like mind. But guys, this tells me that God is still wanting to do powerful things, but he's looking for people who are wanting to be active and filled with faith. Faith is so important to have accomplishment with the Lord. Romans 1.17 says, For in the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Faith is the second ingredient. The third ingredient we see to see accomplishment with the Lord is this, like-mindedness. Like-mindedness. A little bit of like-mindedness. As Emerald would say, bam, like-mindedness, right? That's what we need in this. And this ingredient ties into accomplishment in a huge way. Having like-minded people around you with the same goals, with the same heart, it not only brings accomplishment, but it brings accountability. It brings accountability. It also brings uh, encouragement. It also brings confirmation, you know. Uh, and many times, especially when you're doing the Lord's work, it is nice to have a like-minded brother or sister alongside of you. So you're not like weighed down like, oh, I'm going through this all by myself. Having his armor bearer was a huge blessing for Jonathan. To have him say, I will, I'm with you. Do all that is in your heart. I am with you. I stand with you. And that's what the body of Christ should be. We should be all like the armor bearer coming along each other's side and say, I'm with you. Do all that is in your heart, you know. I support you because I truly believe he knew that Jonathan was leaning upon the Lord, especially with that phrase in the beginning in 6 saying, nothing restrains the Lord. How wouldn't you want to follow that? He's not following Jonathan. He's following that he has a God that's going to come through for him and that he's going to do mighty and powerful things. And not only did these guys get the idea that like-mindedness was important, Jesus understood this. He had 12 guys. Yes, 11 of them were like-minded with Jesus. Jesus had guys around him who were like-minded. Then Jesus also sent out the disciples one by one, right? 
No, two by two. Like-mindedness, accountability, go out for this mission. Jesus said, Matthew 18, 20, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. The early church was established on this ingredient right here. The early church was established on like-mindedness. Read the book of Acts. Read the book of Acts. But there's so much separation within the body of Christ today, it's ridiculous. It's like, why can't we be like-minded? We, we get separated on these small doctrinal issues, but when the heart of the matter is, is like, hey, we love Jesus Christ. Let's go and love others. But there's like territories, and I've mentioned it before in the past, where churches, in a sense, seem like individual gangs, in a sense. This is my territory, you know? That's your territory down there. We don't come and cross with each other, you know, and then it's awkward. Why is it awkward? If they're professing Christ and they're living out their, their faith, I believe that they'll be in heaven. <laughs> and so we're going to be in heaven with these people, you know, and it's like like-mindedness can achieve mighty things. Why do you think the, the world is just really falling apart? Is maybe because there's churches and being active and we need to stand up. And lead on the opportunities that are before us. But that takes faith. That takes like-mindedness. That takes action. I don't know. But this is a key ingredient to accomplishment. I truly believe. Surround yourself with like-minded people. The fourth ingredient is persuasion. Jonathan carried out the plan. To, to have accomplishment, you must follow through with your plan. Jesus said this, you guys, in Matthew five thirty seven. But let your yes be yes and your no be no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. If you commit, then follow through. If you commit, then follow through. And I think this is one area that we all need to work on is our commitment. When we commit to something, are we committing and are we seeing it through? If God has led you to it, then he will see you through it, right? And so we need to have this heart of follow through. Follow through is an ingredient to see accomplishment. If you have a plan, you can't accomplish it unless you follow it through, right? If you're going to build a shed, okay, I got the plans, got the wood, got up, and I have faith in this thing, but now I'm going to go do something else. Was there accomplishment in that? No. You pick up the hammer and you follow through and you get the job done. Same thing with our lives with the Lord. If God has put something in your path and you've taken the steps of faith, you've gotten up and you've done it, you're around other people that are supporting you, then don't drop the hammer. Continue to work through it with the Lord to see it through. Fifth and final ingredient, the main ingredients right here. And oftentimes when cooking, the main ingredient is what? Salt. <laughs> Salt or butter. Salted butter. But ah, you know. The Lord. The Lord is the main ingredient. The Lord, did you guys catch it in verse 23? He's the one who saved. Yes, Jonathan was used, but God brought the victory. 
God brought the victory. Accomplishment, you guys, ultimately comes by the hand of God. It comes by the hand of God. And, my, and man might not recognize this. Uh, we often take credit for the accomplishments. Look at me, look what I did, you know. I'm a pretty good guy, you know. I did this all by myself. But in the reality is, is that God, he does it. He does it. He gives man the knowledge and the understanding, he, uh, understanding to do great accomplishments. Now, this goes again for those who believe in God who, and who don't believe in God. I mean, you look at the medical field. There's many doctors and nurses who don't believe in God. But to take the credit and say, I did this. No, I'm sorry. God did this. God brought it. He brought the healing you know, and he used you. He gave you the knowledge. He gave you the understanding to understand the body, but he brought the, the healing. And it's best recognized, you guys, you know, that God is the main ingredient, that he brings the victory. He is the, he is the one who brings the accomplishment because, you know what, God, as we sang, he lifts up those who are humble, right? And, and those who are prideful, he resists. And so, this is a main ingredient if you want accomplishment. If you want accomplishment, remember who is bringing it. God. God is bringing it. Humble yourself and recognize that he is the one who brings it. So there you have it, right? A great recipe for accomplishment. A recipe that needs to be passed down, I truly believe, to generation to generation. One of those ones that you say, hey, this son is a great recipe for you. If you want to accomplish things with the Lord, these are the things to do, right? Be active. Have faith. Like-mindedness. Follow through and have the Lord. So conclusion is for me, I don't want to be Saul. I don't want to be sitting underneath a pomegranate tree and waiting to see what's going to take place. Because God is an active God. And he is moving and he's doing great and mighty things around this world and around our communities, around our neighborhoods, within our families. He's doing great and mighty things because there is nothing impossible for God. And I repeat, there is nothing impossible. And the more and more that I believe that, the more and more I see his hand at work, that there is nothing that restrains the hand of the Lord. As Paul said in Romans 8:31, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Well, the answer is what? No one. No one can be against you. Even if they try to take your life, God is still in control. And if he has led you to it, he will get you through it. So be bold, church. You know, and this is for me. Be bold. You know, look for the opportunities. And I, and I think there's so many times that we miss the opportunities but the opportunities are out there for us. They're out there, you guys. We just need to be active and looking for them and have faith and apply this recipe and then we can have accomplishment with God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, Lord, I just thank you for your word tonight. And Lord, truly, it's <laughs> brilliant, Lord. A brilliant plan, you know, to be active with you and to see accomplishment, what true accomplishment looks like. If you're involved, Lord, if we have faith in you, if we get up for you, it's all around you. And so, Lord, may that be our hearts, Lord. Whatever you may be putting in front of our path, Lord, uh, these opportunities, these challenges, Lord, may we seek accomplishment through you, Jesus. 
Pastor Eric will continue teaching through the book of 1 Samuel the next time you join us. As you've been listening today, perhaps some questions have come to mind. If so, we'd like to help. Just email your questions, comments, or prayer requests to info at gracetothehearers.com. That's info at gracetothehearers.com. We'll be sure to prayerfully respond because it's our desire to help you on your journey as you're seeking to walk with Jesus. You can also post your comments or questions to our Facebook page. Just search Facebook for Grace to the Hearers Radio and join the conversation. And if you can't find a church near you that's teaching through the Bible verse by verse, please let us know. We may be able to help you connect with a Bible study in your area. And we'll certainly add you and your community to our prayer list as it's our desire to see God's Word being simply and systematically taught in every community. Again, you can contact us by email at info at gracetothehearers.com or give us a call at 520-723-7047. That's 520-723-7047. And please don't worry if you haven't been able to write down this information. All of this information and more is available at our website, gracetothehearers.com. That's gracetothehearers.com. Log on and get to know us better. Join us next time as Pastor Eric continues to proclaim grace to the hearers from the book of 1 Samuel. That's next time on Grace to the Hearers.